Aw, oh, shit. I'm lagging balls. That's right, lagging balls. Your community-focused World of Warcraft podcast. For the people, by some people. With your hosts, Thorn and Fist. Happy Lunar Festival, everyone! In honor of the Lunar Festival, I shall now pull down my pants and show you the full No, mo- no, 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 don't do that. You got it. We are currently riding the waves of a massive news week for Blizzard games in Overwatch Holiday, Warcraft Patch Insights, Heroes of the Storm updates, etc., etc. And let's not forget that great debate over whether May is fat or not. Yeah, we're not going to make that news here. Whatever, May is fine with me. Me too. <laughs> 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 oh yeah you know what i'm excited about what a pizza with taco fixins on it bent into the shape of a taco good god a segue for the ages <laughs> so before we dive in <laughs> what have we been into up to in game lately okay so i prestiged finally congratulations what what yes i did i am really proud of you what what yeah yeah, it took a while. A long time. Like, two months or something? Hey, well, prestiging is a prestigious thing to do. Isn't it, though? And it can't be prestigious if it's easy. That's true. So congratulations. Thank you. You know, we are we are notoriously non-PVP. It's true. The two of us and yeah. this show. Yeah. You are going against the grain, and I applaud that. Thank you. Hey, hold on. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm fucking uh, proud of you. Thank you. Um... But yeah, it's like we always say on the show, Warcraft is awesome and it's got this staying power because there's so much stuff that you can put on the back burner to eventually do. You know, like you you don't have to do one thing. You can do two things or three things and then not do this at all or not do that. And and then, you know, just and always have it there to, to, to come back to if you're ever bored or if you ever want to try something new or you want to, you know, enjoy another facet of the game. And, and that's kind of what I decided to do. Um, mainly because of the unicorn mount thing, but I've been really enjoying it. I had no idea you would be so incredibly motivated by this unicorn mount. Holy Christ. I think on like the first or second episode of this damn show, we did like a list of things that we want more than anything in the game. And number one for me was a unicorn mount. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that is a documented fact. Yeah. So I just did. I didn't realize that you like that. You really meant it, and that it—that's that was still the case. It. Like you know, everything I say on this show is the truth. That's absolutely not true, <laughs> right? <laughs> but that was—that's the truth. The unicorn yeah. thing. So. and I'm proud of you. So Thanks. you know, keep it going, and well, you have know, to. The, the more you kill allies, the better. <laughs> absolutely, I'm showing those bitches what's up. Are you getting uh, any cool achievements or anything along the way? Are you definitely? Getting, like, I. I get an achievement like every few BGs. It's pretty cool. Nice. When I prestiged, I got this cool little portrait attachment with a with a sword on it, so people oh, know yeah. I'm, I'm I'm the shit. And uh, I got a, a pet called a horde fanatic, and it's this little dude with like a bunch of stuff on his back. Like that uh, guy is awesome. I know, and he emotes things to me like. How he takes a strand of my hair and and how he compliments me and writes my name in a heart and you know just he's 
He's he's giving me the worship that I deserve for my hard work, nice. and I I really appreciate it. It's, wow. it's it's what I need as a person such as myself. I might want to work on this just to get that guy because that guy sounds awesome. It really is, <laughs> and it's the time to do it because it is in fact the BG bonus week. So you've got a few more days to get that down, and so it's yeah. Those are time. those world quests, the PvP world quests. I've just kind of ignored by principle. Yeah, and then when you got me to do a few of them, like they're. Fast, easy, and high reward. Yeah, honestly, like they're not—they're not too bad. Like once once you find the ones that you like, the the easiest ones are the, are the tower ones. There's one in Valshara. Uh, there's a couple in Stormheim. Stormheim there's yeah. one in High Mountain. And uh, basically, all you have to do is go and kill 100% worth of NPCs. And you know they're they're tough, but the thing is, like, there's always people there. That are yeah. gonna help you, and if if there if there isn't, just like wait around for like two three minutes, and you'll see somebody come in. You'll yeah. probably see me come flying in and like take a bunch of them down, and and you can get in on those hits and, and get a hundred percent. And then you go up the tower. It takes like five fucking minutes to get to the top or whatever. <laughs> and then you kill like this one other NPC, and I'm I'm able to take that down myself no problem but you know i used to have to blow everything but now that i've you know got my eye level up it's easier but nice i it's hard i'm hard pressed to do it by myself there's always somebody there there's always somebody like more than happy to going to help you kill people um for the greater good the one that i don't like is the one in azuna on the shore with all the naga and you go in there and you have to kill naga and murlocs and you also have to kill other people and it just seems like on our server in particular there's like it's a gank fest sure you know i like pvp and and i understand that gank fests are a large part of that especially in a bg but in a bg it's like you kind of expect it but when you're just trying to barrel through getting 100 percent of kills and you're just getting ganked and ganked and ganked and ganked it's it's you know it's not fun so do you get more percentage by killing other players too yeah way more ah that's well, like um, i get it yeah it's like the uh, the arena world quest in uh, oh god in uh, Valshara in uh, Black Rock Hold. You just sort of like drop in, and everybody's an enemy, and you just like try oh your god, best. that sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, you just like dot up a few people, hope that they die, and then you die, and then you wait a few seconds, and you drop <laughs> back in and do it all again. Oh god, it's not too bad though. I think the thing that that made me not want to PvP so much was just like how emotional pvp made me and it still does and this is me you know saying it still makes me emotional after like two months of like solid pvp every single day still makes me emotional sometimes but i'm starting to get this like insane adrenaline rush on when i do things well that's awesome. Like like carrying the flag? Yeah, like carrying the flag or killing the flag carrier or just CCing in a really important way or I don't know. Just it's it's starting to I'm I'm not starting to feel less emotional, but I'm starting to see the positives almost outweighing the negatives, you know? That's great. Yeah. And all it took is a full prestige. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it did. <laughs> I know I know in the few instances where I would PvP in the past, um, when I was even more averse to it than I... Because I wouldn't say I'm averse to it anymore. I'm just not into it. Yeah. But when I was full-on averse to it and I did ha- end up in that situation, my hands would shake. <laughs> yeah. I'd totally get worked up. Get I'd start sweaty. sweating. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'd get so worked up. So I totally get that. 
especially in like a 1v1 scenario or something like that where you know it's on the line. Yeah. 1v1s awesome. and 3v3s are, are a bit they're a different story and I'm not I'm not into that yet, but BGs are, you know, especially this week. Oh, I didn't mean arenas. I just meant when you're in a one like if you're holding a point in one uh, of the BGs and yeah. one other person rolls up and tries to take it. Yeah. And then they roll me cuz I'm terrible <laughs> at PVP and then they take the point and I'm like, "God damn it, that was yeah. my fault." That's the thing. It's like you have to sort of anticipate what's going to happen and you have to stay calm. It's it's just like Overwatch, you know. You have yeah. your alt up, and it's like, oh, I really hate this tracer so much, and I want to alt right now because I know it'll kill her. But I know that it's not the right time to use it, so I just have to chill and not let my emotions get the best of me. It's exactly like that. It's like when I have the flag and I'm a mage, right? So I get the flag and I want to use blink right away and put up all my shields and stuff. But I can't use that until somebody notices me. You know, like I'm gonna need it. I need these things to be up so they can be clutch. So I just have to calmly. Walk forward and keep going. And relax, <laughs> even though I'm freaking out. But yeah, so it's been it's been really cool. And I don't know. I don't know why. Like I know why I started doing it now for the mount. But it's just it seems it seems funny that like at a point in my WoW career where there's like so much to do every single yeah. day. Thank you, Legion, that I've taken on Thank this. Thank you, as well. Legion. Thank you, Legion. But I've taken on this as well, and it's been really rewarding, and I really encourage, if you're looking to get into this stuff, the, the world quests are not as daunting as they seem. There's always no, people there to help you, um, so don't worry about it. This week in particular, if you want to do, you, you only have to win four battlegrounds, and I know that's easier said than done, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, this week, there's a lot of people who don't PvP that are PvPing, so it's, it's, e- it's a little easier, I'd say, um, if you want to try that, but... So it's a good time to try it. Absolutely. And, you know, just do a random, like, how I started was doing the world quest, obviously, and then at least doing random BG a day. And even if you don't win, you still get mad artifact power. So it's, you know, it's awesome. pretty worth it. So, yeah. Um, but uh, I was, I've been doing the, the, the battlegrounds like crazy, and I actually got my third legendary from a battleground. Congratulations! Thank you. So, yet another incentive to do BGs. Right because there. you can get the legendaries. Because you can get legendaries, apparently. Yeah. So I didn't know that. That's awesome. That's the thing, yeah. <laughs> you got it from the, the cash afterward? Yeah, we won, and I got a cash, and it just dropped. Hell yes. It just dropped. It's all like, here you go. Well done. <laughs> um, and. Revis? <laughs> Revis! And then also this week, um, uh, I participated in Call of the Scarab, as I hope every single person did. I did. Thank you. Um, but I will get into that in the next segment, because I have a lot to talk about. So, Thorne, what have you been up to this Wonderful. Week? Well, not nearly as much, but, because uh, it's a little bit of a nuts week at work, but... Nuts I week? Did, yeah, nuts week. I did play a little bit of my monk, which is fun. He's at... He's a 110 now, and he's just... Monks are just pretty fun. I thought it was funny to put him in the Demon Hunter outfit because he's really fat, so it doesn't fit him right. <laughs> it looks weird. Aww. Like the Demon Hunter um, outfit, um, like the set that you get, you know, it looks really slick and, and cool. Yeah, the leather set. Right, right. Yeah. But you put it on the monk, and it looks all wonky because it's like the, the you know, they're like pear-shaped, so... Sure. <laughs> At least the males, so it was pretty funny to wear that for a bit. A nice little chunk of Overwatch... And some Heroes of the Storm. Um, so I've touched on a little bit of those three at least this week and gotten very little sleep in order to do so. Good that's for it. you. The end. <laughs> that's I what I've been doing that. this week. Well, that's that's great. Seems a little lackluster. I think you should have started. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, you had a lot more more interesting stuff to say, but that's okay. That's okay. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy for you, and this was exciting. Thanks. And uh, 
we have um, now gotten down like what eight bosses in Nighthold. Yes. Ah, oh, so satisfying. Spectacular. Nighthold is so fun. It really is. It's good boss fights. I I don't love them as a shadow priest. Oh, I suppose because not. Uh, you know AOE not a strong suit. Yeah. Um, only one AOE spell left that I must talent <laughs> into and give up other very good talents in order to do so. So not great. No. Burning through those tomes because I'm constantly switching between boss fights and for trash and stuff like that. Yeah. So my DPS is way down, way, way, way down. I'm at the bottom of our list. You are. Um, and in some fights by a whole lot way down at the bottom, which is kind of embarrassing. Not going to lie. Especially since I had like a, a good week and a half, two weeks there where I was just buffed like crazy and i was just like destroying kids now i'm just embarrassed for you yeah now i'm at the i went from the very top to the freaking dead last bottom (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's all your fault yeah that's your fault yeah so i'm gonna work on it it gives me something to to work to work on and focus on and work toward and improve yes because it's important to improve when you're in an honor raid team because it's not fair to everybody else abc always be closing Yes. Uh, we've been we've been lucky. Um, we've been doing Nighthold for two weeks now, and we're progressing really, really well. Yeah. Um, and the, the, the whole wiping situation hasn't been insanely detrimental. Like, there hasn't been, like, 13 wipes, because that's happened before right. in the past. <laughs> <coughs> Horrid on. <coughs> but it kind of got us thinking, like, you know, there's there's some raid nights that are just absolutely like out of a fairy tale like they're just almost magical yeah where everything like everybody's there everybody shows up on time everybody's in voice chat and you just everything is just like clockwork and just like you you're downing bosses you're having a good time the morale gets higher and higher and higher because everything's going so well and since the morale is higher everybody's like performing and they're top top performing Everybody's performing at optimum performance, and <laughs> it's just, it's, I just it's le- beautiful. I left, you, I left you there just to see if you were going to find it. Thanks. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I appreciate that. No, I get it. You're absolutely, I, I totally know what you mean. Some yeah. some raid nights are just, yeah, you said it best, magical. They're so, magical. you know, what happens when that's not the case? Yeah, so we, we kind of put together this list, uh, stages of grief and raiding, and uh, it's 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 not meant to complain about the state of rating. It's it's no, not at all. You know, because like everybody, you know, if you've got a committed raid team that raids regularly, you know that like there's a spectrum here that you can fall anywhere on at any time, at any raid night. It's like the magical, wonderful, mystical, amazing raid nights, the middle of the road, mediocre, you know, get by, down a few bosses raid nights, and then. There's those raid nights that, like, not just one bad thing happens, but it's like a fucking myriad of bad dominoes just falling onto <laughs> each other until you just want to uninstall and throw your computer out the window. <laughs> I know those too. <laughs> Everybody does. Sure. So uh, we, we decided to sort of gauge that end of the spectrum with a list, because that's what we do here. Yeah. We make lists. So, stages of grief in raiding. How much can you take before calling it? Okay, so what happens first? Well, you know, people not, not arriving on time. And... People being late. Yeah. And that's okay. There is a starting point, right? Yeah. But that's okay if they tell you beforehand, but th- I'm talking about when they don't tell you. A no-call, no-show? Exactly. And then you're all sitting in comms with each other, and everybody's like, where's so-and-so? And then somebody's like, I will text them. 
and then they text them and yeah. then they don't answer and it's like did anybody hear anything about so and so like what's he up to right and nobody knows and then he doesn't show up or he does show up but by the time he shows up don't need him anymore because you you've already something or then you're in that awkward situation where you've plugged someone and then you've got a normal raider who showed up and then you're stuck in that situation yeah. where you gotta yeah deal with it yeah yeah that's a bad one i mean and we're lucky too because our our group is close-knit enough and close enough friends that we mostly have each other's phone numbers and things like that and facebook uh the facebook group and things like facebook, that facebook so. snapchat home phones cameras Instagram. outside cameras inside <laughs> <laughs> you know stuff like Wait, that what? i don't know um so what's worse than that people not coming at all oh yes oh god like there's there's something to be like if you're late and you can't explain why beforehand like it just happens you know that's that's a life thing it happens it does um but people just not showing up like you raid for what three hours ish i mean we do we do yeah um, twice, three hours twice a week yeah so if like you're supposed to be there and you're already late and then you just spend the three hours like not telling anybody anything like, it sucks yeah because it's it's it stops being just annoying and it starts like bordering on offensive yeah and i gotta say the one thing that's kind of unfair about this is the severity of you not showing up is magnified if you are in a clutch role like tank or healer yes if, if a tank doesn't show or if a healer doesn't show, I don't know. There's, there's like it, it adds this, this extra layer of invisible depression on top of the. <laughs> yeah, because it's just it's so much more work for everybody else to find. Yeah, you know, and if if you don't trust your tank or your healer, then you're fucked. You know, like if you can't trust somebody in that role, there's no, there's no telling what can go wrong. Oh my god! But yeah. it's like if well, it's we definitely... didn't show up as range DPS. Oh well, where are we going to find more of those? Yeah. Then they're <laughs> just going to then they're just going to miss out on our sweet jokes. Yeah. Cuz that's all we bring to the table, like yeah. we're not sweet jokes. Yeah, we got some jokes sometimes. We got some quips sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so people are late, people are not coming. So then the, you start pugging and right. uh nobody likes that. I mean, pugging's great. And it right. Helps, well, but... let me let me clarify. I think I know what you mean. Nobody likes that because it's an it's an unknown versus yes. like nobody 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 likes it in theory because you'd rather go with the tried and true, the people you depend on, your core group. Exactly. And when and you that... have to plug somebody in, it's a variable that makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, and that's why you set up raid night on at those times in the first place because you're expecting to raid with people you know who have already agreed to be there and yeah. work on this with you. Yeah. So pugging is just fear of the unknown yeah and so on that token pugs are a hit or miss totally whether because of performance uh not knowing the fights and not speaking up yeah it's okay if you don't know the fights but you have to let people know so yeah. they can help you um and uh being rude the, that's way up there yeah on the list. The, the, <laughs> i think the worst thing like if you're not per- if your pug isn't performing well you can either you know just say okay i guess we can try to carry you it's all good or, or, or pick it up on the next couple pulls here. We're going to have to part Yeah, ways. exactly. Or just, you know, just like, you know, tell them we can't carry you. We, we need more DPS. We're sorry, blah, blah, blah. And let that person go. If they don't know the fights, you can explain it to them. Or you can give them a few minutes to go watch a video, etc. But when they're rude, it's like, no matter how good they are, no matter if they know the fights or not, just being rude is just... Like, I don't know how anybody could go into somebody else's raid night and just be an absolute dick. I don't know. I think some people are just dicks by nature without, I mean, yeah. that, sound, that sounds like a really cynical thing to say. I don't mean in real life. I mean, I especially mean in the gaming 
scenario where there's again that that level of anonymity yeah. like obviously we know what your character name is and what realm you're from but you know we're not looking you in the face you're not having having to say these things out loud necessarily unless yeah. you're in comms i think <clears throat> when you're on a raid team and you're raiding with your friends and stuff it's it's more offensive to you because like this is your this is your social time. This is your team. This is your bunch of friends. And when somebody comes in and is an asshole to everybody, it's it's more offensive to you. Uh, yeah, well, and again, that's our perspective. There are, I'm, I'm sure there are plenty of other raid teams out there that are more that's true. business about it, where it's about performance only. And they may have somebody who's perfectly good, but just not top tier like they're expecting. And they can just kick them without a word. Yeah. There's so many, so many people out there who are, who run different different styles of raid team. And that's why things like to... So let me give you a counterpoint to something you said before where where, where I actually agree with you um, about not, not knowing the fights and not speaking up. There's a danger to that from the pug's perspective because if they admit that they don't know, they might get kicked. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to get kicked. So from their perspective, you understand that. But I feel like when you're approaching it from a human perspective, like, hey, if you don't know the fights, it's no problem. Just speak up so we can ex- at least explain it to you before we pull. And then they just... I don't know, maybe be a Windwalker monk and stand in the back of the room, <laughs> never touch the boss, don't kill any ads, and just heal yourself. Yeah. Because that happened Cause, this week. Because that happened this week to My us. My good lord. Thanks, buddy. We really uh, appreciated that. Jesus. Help. That's a thing that happened. It so, did happen. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there's a, it's a double-sided thing either way. Um, but it really, it really depends on the kind of pug that you get into, right? Mm-hmm. So if you get in there, and usually you'll find that sort of thing in the description. It'll say something like, know the fights, don't be bad. Yeah. You know, those sorts of things. That's where you should expect to have a little bit more of a hardcore outlook on it. Um, but you can definitely gauge the group if you're the pug coming in. Definitely get a gauge of the group on the way in. See what they're like. And uh, you unfortunately have to do a little bit of a dance yeah. based on what seems to be expected of you. Honestly, just look up the fight before you queue for it. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. It's not difficult. Yeah. <laughs> there um, are literally things called two-minute guides. <laughs> yeah, and uh, actually Line of Sight is being showcased on the Battle.net daily right now. Good for them. They deserve it. Yeah, they do. Um, and they're, they're great for explaining things. Um, right, so these pugs... You know, uh, worst case scenario, they pull the boss and leave. Um, oh, that's just a winner attitude right there. Yep, that's great. And then uh, some will get kicked from your group and then whisper the raid lead with threats because that also happened this week, didn't it? <laughs> it sure did. It did. And you know what sucked about that? What? It was because of me. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, we wiped and this motherfucker... <laughs> <laughs> he got real butthurt about it because we wiped it another two percent or something like that we we wiped an one of the bosses like really close a bunch of times and i was feeling a lot of personal pl- pressure both from just individual mistakes of like standing in bed and then dying or clicking the wrong button like for example i switched to surrender to madness for this fight i screwed it up clicked it too early literally by accident and then, of course, died way too early. And so in, I think this guy was in on both of those pulls. And so he just, like, screams and rages after the second <laughs> um, after the second wipe. And he's just like, if you people want to carry these pieces of shit or something. Like, I can't remember. Something, like, way outrageous that he said. Yeah. He just got really, really yeah. angry. And his, his DPS was only middle of the pack. It wasn't, like, anything particularly no, he special just, he wanted to win yeah but i know that i was specifically much lower than everybody else so i know he was referring to me he didn't name me which is at least a good part oh of yeah it. so nice thanks, thanks except that bro. once once our raid lead kicked him or no i don't think we had to i think he left yeah he and left then it, and then our raid lead was like 
whispered him and just said like hey you 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 literally left moments before i was able to click the kick button so yeah good luck with that bad attitude in life yeah and then the guy just proceeded to threaten him said yeah, he was gonna like, report him report you just like called a bunch of names <laughs> like, oh okay. man like dude it's <laughs> cool. a video game yeah like we all want to do well but slow down yeah relax 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 so that's the thing so if it's if it's not pugs if it's not like an outside source as the problem you know somebody's going to, or or some people in the raid group are going to get lag. Maybe all of the people getting lag are getting lag for different reasons at the same time. Sure. That could be a thing. DDoSing. Yeah, that that's happens. also a thing. And then, of course, there's the inevitable somebody's going to disconnect. Sure. Then a few people are going to disconnect because it always, it's like yawning, you yep. know? Yeah. It's like one dude <laughs> disconnects, disconnects and then... 500 people disconnect they're like why is everybody dead <laughs> yeah and the dcs are really rough because you they're obviously they, they fall out of the game yeah so you can't ask them what's wrong or what's going on yeah. but suddenly a tank is standing there and not doing anything anymore yeah and it's <laughs> like for me if, if i have uh the loading screen sickness still and if i disconnect i won't be back for another 10 to 15 minutes no, Jesus. so later yeah please don't uh replace me <laughs> that's just the worst right because it could just be like who knows a sibling in their house or a roommate in their house like or who cat began, aggro who, who who yeah who began downloading something or god knows what you know or like walk on a wire turn off something yeah or chew through the or cords. a telephone pole gets hit somewhere yeah, elsewhere in the city you know what i mean like what it is. there's all kinds of things it's not your fault but yeah but these happen they happen and this can sh- this is this is an advanced stage of grief yes. in rating. <laughs> then everyone realizes that they forgot their seals. Oh god. <laughs> so you hope to god you've got a mage and a warlock yep. in your group because you probably don't. So everybody's going to have to hearth and then go grab that and then come all the way back and get lost. And, yeah. Yeah, pull. They the, this is what happens. The they have to hearth back. They get their seals. Then they have to repair because, you know, they're there. So whatever. Then they realize that they don't have enough flasks for the next two hours. So they have to get that, too. So, yeah, they go, so they've just hearthed the dollar, but now they have to go take a port to Org yeah. or what, or Stormwind or what have you. So yeah. you can stop by the auction house. So you yeah. can grab some potions that you should have had to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> then they have to fly back. Loading screen sickness because, you know, obviously. Um, then they get lost. Going into Nighthold, because that's, that's, that's hard, you know? Yeah. It's, and then, um, you know, they have to fight their way through the Suramar guards. Then they get in and they get lost. Then when they get lost, they pull trash. Then they die. And then that's it. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> but, I, d- I did that. Definitely did that <laughs> yeah. last night. So everybody's just waiting. <laughs> One wrong turn. <laughs> One wrong turn and you're dead. Shit. <laughs> and then, okay, so... That's quite the process. It's, it is quite the process. And we all know it so well. Because it'll either happen to you or it'll happen to somebody else in raid, no matter what. It definitely definitely happens when you raid earlier in the week, too, you know? Yeah. So just remember your seals, guys. So then you're fighting boss, and you wipe, like, three times. Ugh. Okay, that's annoying. Whatever. You're fighting the boss, and you wipe, like, eight times. Oh, boy. Yeah. Like, eight times. <laughs> Eight times? These are definitely advanced stages of grief. That's, that's when you're not trying anymore. <laughs> yep. You're just so fucking over it at this point. Yeah. That you're not trying this anymore. Is, this is part of the denial stage. Yeah. 
<laughs> you can't believe this is still happening right now. Yeah, you're like you're literally holding on to your phone, looking at Facebook at this point. You're just like, I, I, mm, mm, mm. maybe there's two or three people in your raid that are like holding on to the dream and like furiously like alt tabbing, looking for like this magical strat that can finally bring this motherfucker down. Yeah, but no, it's not going to happen. And then the pugs leave. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And then... Especially if any of them are, like, high up on the DPS charts. Yeah, they're gone. You don't get them. Uh, including that healer that you pugged that you really need, who was doing yeah. really well. He's gone. He's long gone. Oh, yeah. And then finally, your whole raid team is stuck in this limbo while everyone decides in their heads, not aloud, whether or not <laughs> to stay and keep trying or call it. Nobody wants to say anything because nobody <laughs> wants to give up, but nobody wants to stay either. Right. So you may as well just give up because nobody's going to put in 110% at this point. Like, it's, it's done. You don't have it anymore. Yeah. Like, once the raid team reaches this stage in the stages of grief of raiding, that's it. You're done. <laughs> then what's, Go home. What's your final You're option? You're already home. Your final option is to call it. That's it. Yeah. Try again tomorrow that's or next the week. End. That's, that's the end. The last stage it. of grief and raiding. Yeah. So... When you reach this this level of, of things, um, you know, grief is a cycle, friends. And, you know, the the calling it thing is effectively the end of the cycle. And it can also, you know, as in all circles, the end is also the beginning. Yeah. So, you know, don't lose hope, friends. No. There is also the opportunity for you to go pug another raid. True. And pick up right where you were, hopefully with a better group or yeah. hopefully with a better situation or better but luck. But the silver lining in all of this is that you've been practicing. Yes. And once you wipe on something eight times plus, there's a better chance that you're going to get it next time. Right. And the thing is, there's this thing called progression. Yeah. And it involves a bunch of wiping. Yeah. So... Um, do recall folks and do have hope and steal yourselves to new new rating tiers again because just remember and tiers i mean t-i-e-r yeah, not like raid tier as in not crying. tears as in stages of grief Your little bitch but, tears. <laughs> but uh you know do remember that that wiping is a big part of rating progression yep. now we are talking about the stage of grief we're talking about eight eight wipes etc we're talking about more and more wipes and pug issues and things like that, that these are recipes for let's call it non-success. <laughs> um, but the idea is that hopefully your team, it, hopefully you have a full team. So you're not having to, to play with the pug variable. And even if you, uh, even, even if you don't, the hope is that for newer content that you're just getting to know, that's certainly not on farm. You are learning from your mistakes and improving. And we said a little bit something about that in from rating from last week where we were first um, experiencing Nighthold, and we did specifically see that on a couple of the bosses where we were having issues. We overcame them, kind of one identified one issue at a time, fixed it on the next pull, you know, got to the next percentage of the boss's health where we ran into another issue, fixed that, those sorts of things. That's the, that's the working out stuff. That's the healthy yeah. wiping. That's the good stuff that helps that final kill just feel more, you know, even more uh, well fulfilling. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So yep. don't remember. Just remember, grief is a cycle, friends. Yeah, you this will come out of this. This isn't supposed to be easy. Oh yeah, it's not supposed to be easy. You know what? You got this. And you know what? Got this. Damn, you look good while you're doing it. LB Newsline: News you can use unless you refuse. I would really like to recap the Call of the Scarab micro holiday. Yeah. It's a round of applause for the horde. Congratulations. To the horde. Woo-woo! I knew 
all along that we were going to win. Oh, baby. And of course we did. And, and whether, you know, obviously, you know, there's a little bit of a, a, a real bias because there are more Horde members in the world than Alliance members. You know, n- nothing, you know, was 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 ensuring that more people would, would play, you know, on that weekend. Right. Nothing said that, you know, like nobody was being forced to, to do this event. You know, I'm I'm just I'm just trying to make it seem like it was an actual fight here. Yeah, well, that's why I'm using this tone of voice. You did pull a knife on me <laughs> and make me get in there. Like, well, you know, it was a little bit of a threat. Yeah, I was threatening people. Was I not supposed to but say I, that on the show? No, you weren't supposed to. Shit. Well, okay, the horde won. Anyway. Yes, congratulations. Yes, congratulations to us all in the horde. So it was literally just three days. Three days? Yeah, three days. It was three days of um, farming and running old raids. It was just the things that you were doing, as in the dailies and stuff, like, they weren't massively interesting, you know? Like, uh, one of the dailies was picking up some sand and running it over to a place and then doing that, like, five times or something like that. Yeah. And then the other daily was <laughs> um, put on some clothes that you get from killing mobs and then kill another mob and do that like a few times. Yeah. And then, you know, running uh, old content and just killing a boss. And of course, like going into Anchorage was, is, you know, uh, an endeavor it is, is quite big. You have to kill most of the bosses to get to Cthune, who, you know, was your objective kill. Um, so, you know, that took a minute. It's just, like, I, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining. Like, I, I'm not. It was, micro-holidays are meant to not be detrimental if you miss them. Right. And this wasn't, you know, like, it, it wasn't, like, the funnest time ever if you were just going to do your dailies. You weren't going to have, like, the best time, you know? Like, nothing insane was going to drop or anything like that. But everything you did... Um, contributed to the score, and you could see the score of your region on your screen up at the top, kind of like a, in a BG. Yeah, and so that like was really encouraging. In a BG. Sure, yeah, to see like you know the the numbers and like how well the horde was doing and how far ahead we were and, and stuff. So once you did all that in a day, um, your next move would be if you wanted to keep playing Call of the Scarab, essentially, would to be um, joining a farming group. And so you join this big ass group, and that group would go and kill um, world bosses that popped up every few minutes, and they would farm uh, these uh, accommodations crests. Crests. They would farm these crests, and um, once you got a few crests from the the mobs that were spawning, um, you were able to hand them or toss them to another person in your group or anybody, but you're, you're able to toss them to somebody else. And so you get into these groups and one person would be the designated crest holder. And then you would, everybody would toss, 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 toss all their coins over. And then that person would save up enough to summon a bigger boss to get more points for our faction. So it, you know, it's, it's, it was kind of like, it's kind of unprecedented in, in world of Warcraft, that sort of mechanic, I guess, and a lot of people were really confused about it. I mean, I was at first because um, you don't you don't just like fly into Silithus and then everything's explained to you. It's it's right. you have to. But that's that's where like what I want to talk about most comes in, and that's just the camaraderie 
that I experienced in the general chat in Silithus and in these farming groups and just the people around. Like, once you got into these groups, people are completely confused about what to do, and so everybody would be explaining. One person had to be the designated crest holder, so that person would have to be really communicative, and people would be asking, like, how many do we have? How many? Much, how much more do we need? Blah, blah, blah. And so everybody had to temper their, you know, tendencies to troll, tendencies to get angry. You know, if, if people weren't having a good time, they'd be like, I'm leaving, you know, this is dumb, and then they'd leave, and then that's fine, because it was obvious that, like, if you want to help out this your faction and not get anything out of it but glory and put in hours and hours, you're going to be in this group, and you're going to be cool, because yeah. we're all working towards the same thing, knowing full well that we're not going to get any instant gratification out of this. And some people would come in and ask, like, what do we get out of this? And people would say, glory. Well, I yeah. would be saying glory. And... They'd be like, no, no, no. Yeah. And then they'd leave. And that's fine. Yeah. Whatever. That's They're not, gone. Because it means it's not for them. And that's totally fine. Exactly. And so I was in groups of like 40 plus people. And it was so cool. Like I was in one group and we'd been farming for so long that we had it down to this like insane science where like we had like raid groups and one one team would be on one side farming one team would be on the other side farming and we'd have one coin collector and we'd be just like raking in the crests and stuff and like downing these bosses and 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 then like one we'd have like uh people scouting for world bosses on all corners of Silithus and we'd you know they'd announce when they were there and we'd all fly over and tag it and bring it down and then we'd all fly back and resume it was just it was so cool and everybody was working together and it really reminded me of vanilla obviously because back in vanilla like you had to communicate with people if you wanted to get anything done sure yeah and so that's what it reminded me of and it was kind of funny um at one point when we were like right in the thick of like having the split groups and just like like a fucking clockwork man, like a machine, like a horde machine. <laughs> um, somebody, some of one of our scouts said that an alliance group had um, got enough crests to bring up a, a boss. So we went and grabbed it and like you know leached off of it, and we're like, yeah, that was awesome. And then we went back to doing what we were doing, minding our own business, right in the thick of it. And all of a sudden. Um, I think it's Division 7 or something like that. Apparently, it's a really well-known PvP uh, guild from Emerald Dream. Dropped in on our 40-man raid group and wiped us out. Oh, man. They were so pissed. We got <laughs> wiped. Just, we, nobody saw that coming. They just, like, I don't know And I was, like, on the ground just doing my thing and then i see these shadows <laughs> <laughs> and i've been out of the trees man they came like, out of the trees i've been farming for like two hours at this point so you you're know, glazed over glazed over like my <laughs> eyes were dry like i've been drinking monster energy drink like my brain was gone i was listening to heavy metal to keep myself awake like i was just like in the zone and all of a sudden, these fucking shadows, and I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we just get wiped. Like, everybody was dead. And they wouldn't let us back over to where we've been farming. So a lot of people left. And that's how people stopped, you know, for the night. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it was just, it was really cool. And Let me ask you this. Okay. Were you mad? No. I wasn't mad. No? <laughs> no, I wasn't mad. Why weren't you mad? Because we, we leached off of their boss and just... So you got what you deserved? We we did. <laughs> we absolutely did. I, you know, I think I it's cool that. that you can admit that. No, it, we totally got. And 
you know, I, and it isn't, it is rather impressive to have 40 people exactly, wipe the hell out. That's pretty exactly. cool. If, if they had like so slowly trickled in and started like picking people off and just annoying us in general, that would have been, you know, like, you know, fuck off, you know? Yeah. But the way they just like came in like a fucking swarm of bees and just dropped it on us and wiped us out. I can admire that. That's pretty cool. Cause That's that, awesome. you also need to have communication and camaraderie yeah. to execute that sort of thing. So sure. I appreciate that. Um, so, just, it was amazing, and my favorite part of the whole three days was, like, 30 minutes before we were going to win the uh, North American region. We were well ahead of the Alliance by, like, millions, and uh, <laughs> people were still farming, people were still going, it was so great. I flew in, and uh, it was 30 minutes to go, and I joined a group. And I was going to go farm, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to I'm gonna stick around the gong area. Because, you know, I wanted to see if something cool would happen when we won. So that's sure. where the flags were. That's where the flags were displayed. And, of course, there were horde flags. And in front of the gong, there is uh, there were two NPCs, one for the horde and one for the alliance. And they would, um, like, give you faction points for turning in uh, dailies and stuff like that. So you, you essentially had to visit them if you were farming. The mats and at all. all. Yeah. And they were standing right next to each other. So I started ganking people. And I don't know what the hell came over me. Like, <laughs> this whole scarab thing just brought out, like, the worst in me. <laughs> I have never, ever felt so competitive in my entire life. And I think it's like when you pit... What a horde, strange thing to, to I know, do that for. Pit the horde against the alliance. Like, I guess, like, the horde is... It's like how people get really like crazy over football teams and hockey teams and sure, stuff yeah. like that. Like oh, yeah. I, I've never had that, but with the horde, like I would literally, you know, I literally bleed, gank for that. I would literally gank for that. I bleed the horde red. Like I, I would gank for that. So I started ganking, and I wasn't alone. There was like a few other dudes ganking as well, and just you know, <laughs> other these, dudes, these little innocent alliance people like not even 110 yet come in and they're trying to and and they're still doing it in spite of the fact that they're going to lose and yeah. it was just so cute and admirable but goddamn like I they just, had to die anyway they had huh? to die like i was literally <laughs> rubbing the salt into the wounds You're of these losers of i was such an asshole They're like i just want to deliver my pile of mats yeah i just want to give it turn in this con this this contribution <laughs> You son of a bitch. I know. And we're just like, uh, and it was me and, and there's a warrior and I think a druid mate. There's a druid. And the druid was funny because he was this dude on his wife's druid and he was just standing there trying to figure out how to heal. And he was just healing me over and over and over and over and over. And I'm like, whatevs. So for 30 minutes straight, we're like ganking people and, you know, a few of them would group up and try to take us out, but they can't, you know, they just can't because there's, there's horde people everywhere and so if like if we're having a hard time with these few people trying to get us back like there's just horde people everywhere it's not even worth it and then it got to the point where people like in alliance were like hovering above us waiting for us to like look away so they could turn us turn it in so we're flying above them and i'm doing that asshole mage thing where i fly above enemies and then i i turn on slow fall and then i like slowly fall down next to them dot them up shoot them until they die and then Jesus. they fall and it's just like and like we're chasing people away because there's nothing better to do like we're just standing and then they just stop coming 
eventually. Yeah. And that's when we started like pulling out like you know you stand in front of people and you and you show them your mounts. Yeah. Like you're like, Oh, I have that one. Do you have this one? Do you have this one? Do you have this one? And then everybody starts like showing off their mounts and stuff and talking about mounts. And then we start doing it with pets. Then we then you know, then the toys started dropping and like as it got closer and closer and down to the wire, like more people were coming over to the gong to see what would happen. We're all dropping toys, we're dropping feasts, we're dropping like we're all getting like weird outfits from those <laughs> wardrobes that you can drop, like and then you know, everybody's, you know, starting to get excited and, and, like, the general chat's freaking out and all of a sudden, like, one person pulls out his horde balloon and we all pull out our horde balloons and, <laughs> you know, we all sit in front of the gong. It's, like, 3 a.m. where I yeah. am right now. Like, it's like it's at 3 a.m. and like, in the morning. And we're all, we've all got these 3 balloons. 3 a.m. in the morning? Yeah. 3 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> and we've all got these balloons and we're all, like, standing in front of the gong waiting for this to happen. And then it happens. And nothing happens. Uh, nothing, nothing happens. Come on. Nothing happens. A firework, like a lone firework yeah, or something. Nothing. The gong didn't even like? No. Oh, really? But we all lit off our horde fireworks nice. and we all took these amazing screenshots and we just went wild. It was awesome. just, it was like, I, I might have cried a little. Like it was just, I mean, I was really tired, obviously, but <laughs> it was just. I haven't had that kind of experience in WoW in so very long, and it just... That's awesome. Yeah, it just filled my heart. I just... I think Call of the Scarab was a wild success, and... I mean, those those numbers were big. They were big numbers. Were those... I can't remember. Were those worldwide, or were those North America, or... I don't remember how this works. It was, was it a regional thing? It was a regional thing, and uh, we won North America... So, I don't know what everybody thought about it. I know a lot of people I knew didn't do it at all. And that's fine. And it was really one of those situations in WoW where you just kind of have to, like, make of it what you will. Put into it what you want. Sure. And I decided to throw myself into it, and I wasn't disappointed. So, um, I can say without a doubt that, like, Micro Holidays, it's looking really good for them. I knew that they'd be awesome, and the first one was. And I can't wait for the next one. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm really happy that you had such an amazing experience with it. I m- more to come on micro holidays. Yeah. I, I feel like this is the one that maybe has the the biggest pride opportunity because mm-hmm. some of the other ones, like the the hatching of the hippogriffs, that's kind of a cute thing. That's kind of a an experience, like a wildlife experience. Yeah. Whereas this was like a competition, direct. Well, competition. this was like a faction pride thing, yeah. you know, which is which harkens back to some some deep seated feelings from the early days of WoW, which is just great, and that's a whole other level. So it's really cool that this was early on in the micro holidays, and it's cool that it that it actually leaves something behind like the other the other ones i think i don't think are going to have a whole lot of anything that, that remains afterward so it's cool that there, you know there was a reason to compete because mm-hmm. you get your flag i mean it's a small thing no it's a but huge it's, thing but it's, it's you gotta send a fucking message man yeah. so horde for the horde yeah and i gotta say if the alliance hadn't been churning so hard on their end it wouldn't have been something that so many people would have needed to do yeah but they really put in the work too yeah when i was when i was working on it i think we were at around 10 million and they were at eight, yeah, or seven or eight. They were and only just like a few million behind us the whole mm-hmm. time. So yeah, they were they were working hard. Like and, it's and I saw yeah I'm glad. during the time that I was involved in, it, I saw that that lead shrink a little bit, and I was like, so they are they are turning and burning. So yeah. you know we got to keep this up or it's not going to happen. Yeah. So it's cool that you know that was really there. I mean the the competition was really there. I'm also I mean I'm glad you you took the time to to outline this kind of experience because it's definitely a unique one. Mm-hmm. It's not something that you really... I'm trying to think of where else in the game you really get that kind of faction-based 
kind of competition. I can't think of anything. I don't know. Like, aside from PvP, I guess, but, like, I don't know. PvP is just sort of a thing that you do. It's not a thing that affects your entire faction. Yeah, and there's no, like, running leaderboard of of fact which faction is leading at pvp right now yeah. or anything like that it's like um it's like the house cup points yeah to- okay yeah, yeah yeah totally from harry potter ho- totally yeah that makes perfect sense so we've got the most this year yeah well congratulations thank you for your large amount of contributions and all the hours you put in for the horde for the horde and i appreciate that so yeah, you do appreciate it so much in another news, a Redditor called Proud Minister uh, found out that it takes exactly 11 minutes to travel along the path from the Gate of Stormwind to Goldshire, exclusively blinking. <laughs> we will in have, this week's useless Warcraft yeah, news. <laughs> we will have the link to that Reddit post in the, show, in the show notes. I highly recommend you read the comments. Oh, I bet, I bet they're good. Okay, great. It's uh, Sorry. Sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. All right, so congratulations are in order. Yet again. Yet again. Uh, why? Because Overwatch has reached 25 million players. That's like everybody on Earth. Yeah, that's like so many. That's like, that it's like, like everybody and their mama plays. Yeah, it's like you, you, you know somebody who plays Overwatch. That's amazing. You always will. Yeah, you know what I'm finding out? A lot of people at work play it. Which is pretty cool. That's awesome. Like I'm finding. I'm like, okay, you're a new friend. Checking you. Uh, what do you play? All right, you're cool too. Then yeah. All right, you move you to cool. the cool pile. Pile. Obviously, uh, right now there's a, an Overwatch event called Year of the Rooster. Um, we were uh, completely in the dark about it on the last show because there's absolutely nothing about it except for um, a May skin and a Diva skin. Right. Now we know about all the skins. Yeah. And good. Uh, there's good ones. There's some good ones. Um, and obviously the new brawl called Capture the Rooster. And uh, lucky for us, um, <laughs> Daddy Jeff Kaplan decided to... Uh, Daddy Jeff? Daddy Jeff <laughs> decided to grace us with another dev update um, on YouTube. And we'll have the link. Highly recommend. Um, just watching him is just... He's awesome. He's just... Uh, he's like, I, I feel like we say this like every episode about know, how well, awesome Jeff Kaplan so is. <laughs> um, but want to give us some highlights? Yeah, h- highlights. Um, so he wanted to talk about Capture the Rooster. It's Capture the Flag. Um, he says that Capture the Flag was a hard balance with Overwatch. Um, apparently, they worked on a Capture the Flag mode before the game was ever announced. Oh, wow. So it's been like years. He said that Overwatch works best with single objective maps and Capture the Flag has two objectives uh, with, sure. with both of the flags. And yeah. so it's kind of difficult. Attack or defend. Yeah. So it's hard to break up those re- those resources on your team. So they, they've been wrestling with Capture the Flag for years. And since um, Overwatch heroes are designed to have mobility, um, challenging, like it, it was challenging to uh, sort of fit that within the confines of a traditional capture the flag with all of the, the mobility ad- advancements that each Overwatch hero has. Sure. I saw a video today of a Winston who uh, ulted, jumped, jumped, jumped over to the flag, um, put down his shield so nobody could shoot him while he grabbed the enemy flag. Nice. He still had his ult up, and then he jumped, jumped, jumped over back over to his flag, and it was over. Nice. Like, you fucking... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he's got the knockback and everything. Yeah. So um, uh, Jeff said that they gave up on Capture the Flag completely for a while because the dev team didn't want to add rules. and Because the only thing they could think of to do wa- was was to take away abilities for heroes while playing Capture the Flag. Right, yeah. Um, that would suck. Yeah. And uh, 
like horror abilities. And so, um, but they found out that Overwatch isn't fun with missing components like that. So they've had loads of suggestions from the community for Capture the Flag. Apparently, like, it's been one of the most um, requested modes since Overwatch began. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's it's totally fun. Like, when I heard about it, I was super stoked. Um, so they're, they're, they tried not to tune Overwatch to Capture the Flag. They sort of, like, tuned Capture the Flag to Overwatch, if that makes sense. So... There's only two rules in Capture the Rooster, and it's the little bit of pickup time when you get the flag and that any damage interrupts it. And Capture the Rooster doesn't require your flag to be at the enemy base camp to capture it like it does in a BG, right? Sure, like in Warsong Gold. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I hate when it seems like a lot of the time when jeff does these dev updates it's like he's responding to a lot of negativity and backlash about something what people complain about these games no um and it seems like he's sort of responding to that the backlash that he's going to get that overwatch is going to get preemptively this time by saying some plays will seem unfair but Capture the Rooster is only a three-week event in arcade mode. It's not a quick play. It's not competitive. Not anything detrimental to your advancement in the game. It's just for fun. And yeah. he keeps repeating that, right? Yeah. Um, and he says, they know it's not perfectly tuned and balanced. It's just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's saying, like, it. he's not saying that it won't ever be in a competitive mode, but it's not there yet. Right now, they're not even remotely thinking about it that way at all. So they need feedback. They need loads and loads of feedback because this is only like a three-week event. So they need lots of feedback on this um, if you ever want to see Capture the Flag um, in a competitive way. But they are considering it, considering bringing it back to arcade mode with new maps just for fun. Nice. Because it is fun. <laughs> and it really is fun. I recommend uh, Symmetra highly. Oh, God. Very fun. Just uh, just think of the possibilities with the teleporter. It's uh, it's juicy. <laughs> You're here just in time. Point me to the stage. Heroes of the Storm News. Ask me no question. I tell you no lie. <laughs> so we had a big balance update today uh, on Friday, basically. Um, be sure to check the link in our show notes for the full set of adjustments because there's you know adjustments on various heroes. But we do, however, want to touch upon one notable developer comment about stitches that everyone needs to know <laughs> stitches stats health increase from 2738 to 2900 health regeneration increase from 5.7 to 6 per second developer comments stitches come back to play stitches big scary monster don't need armor has lots of health <laughs> that's so cute yeah that's the dev. why is it so cute that's the dev comment <laughs> All the rest Blizz. of the all the rest of the dev comments are actually from their point of view. Like, oh, we felt this, you know, we felt Zarya was playing pretty well. We wanted to reduce her damage a little bit just so she felt a little more balanced and, yeah. and in tune with her. <laughs> this one's stitches come back to play, <laughs> which you can't help but read in his voice. Aww. And uh, also, don't worry, the rooster race has been adjusted to last longer. Give a speed bonus while carrying lunar festival items. Appear more often. Be less spread out. Not consume the item when the wrong one is brought in. All in all, it has been. Uh, difficulty nerfed because i don't know about you guys but i saw the thing i want to say a total of three times in something like 12 to 15 games 
and didn't complete a single one of them. Mm. So uh, as far as getting two done per day, let alone 25 over the course of the event, wasn't going to be happening to this guy. <laughs> so obviously I was not the, alone on that problem and they are working to fix it. So, of course they are. Blizzard always fixes everything. That's why you got to always keep your feedback coming, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heroes of the Dorm will be back for 2017, of Woo! course. That's not really news. We kind of expected that. Um, but what is surprising and a little controversial is that Facebook will be the exclusive venue through which to watch what? it. That's a strange one. What if you don't have Facebook? Well, then I guess you're creating a gaming profile specifically for Facebook mm-hmm. so that you can participate in this. Uh, well, I mean, I should say um, they haven't said that you necessarily have to have a Facebook account. I think you need to have an account to see Facebook. Well, this is, this is kind of unprecedented. So I guess time, time will tell when it rolls out. It makes sense to me that you would need to have yeah. uh, an account and, you know, most people would just say, oh, well, whatever, just create a fake account or whatever, a temporary account. But, you know, that's that's pretty much putting a gate up yeah. before. I mean, you can go watch something on Twitch without creating an account. Yeah. Uh, you just can't participate in chat and that sort of thing. So anyway, um, I think Twitch was the universal place to watch streaming. Facebook is really working really hard um, to take a bite out of that. Yeah. YouTube is working really hard to take a bite out of that. Yeah, but Blizz and Facebook are connected now. Yes, and they've so. had a... a a strong connection on the marketing side for a very long time. So this was kind of a natural thing. What I didn't expect with that was that it would be exclusive. So we'll see, you know, there's already, there's already been some talk in the community, some reaction to this. It's not necessarily favorable, but we'll, we'll see how that play out plays out and if it has any influence at all. We asked, you answered. Here's our question of the week. This week, our question was, what kind of add-on would you like to see in WoW? And we asked this uh, question because our guildmate, Manfi, uh, is interested in making an add-on yeah. WoW. So we thought we'd, uh, you know, open the forum and ask you guys. So we got some really, really great responses, and he's actually, like, considering a few of these. Which is awesome. Yeah. So uh, first up, uh, Rasta at Rastapasta says, <laughs> I'd like an add-on that suppresses all that other add-on spam you get in chat when you log in or reload. Ah, that would yeah. be great. Useful. Uh, Spanky Hunter says, how about an add-on that gives a warning when you're about to fall off a cliff and tells you off when you do anyway and die? <laughs> that would be helpful. <laughs> uh, Kevin Stoll at Kevbo2099 says, dance studio! Oh, God. Because we've been promised. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, Demon Hunter Lager at Wolf <laughs> says, I want the... Re- Return of camera view and distance alterations. Free Farsight and Camera Plus. Great for machinimas and screenshots. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Kara at Zendara gave us so many great ideas. Uh, The first one being something that plays sounds when I click buttons so I can make custom sounds for casting spells. Oh my god. I mean, what sounds or clips would you put with your spell? Leroy Jenkins for warrior charge, for sure. I said farts. (laughs) Uh, Zendar also said, "Oh, serious one, an add-on that clears my B tag broadcast when I log off, so I'm so I'm not announcing raids starting soon for four days." Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she also suggested a bar add-on that shows spell names with the option to rename them, basically like macros, but visually laid out more like DBM timer bars that you could click and hotkey. If that makes any sense. It does. Yeah. This is a customization of a lot of things in the UI and the gameplay. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um. Kara at Zandara also said, Bye, Felicia, when you teleport instead of a portal. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And uh, she also suggested an add-on to tell a frost mage when the targeted mob is frozen. Which is 
Oh, very, that's helpful because that's increased damage, very right? Very helpful, yes. Yeah. yeah. Roe at Real Wow, what up, man? Says an add on that provides more lore on characters, locations, etc., without needing to tab out to a wiki. I'd love that. It'd be so yeah. easy to learn about things that way. Demon Hunter Liger at Aye Liger Wolf says again. <laughs> Oh, oh, an add-on that helps organize your transmog gallery, put favorite ones at start, hide ugly ones, or delete ones you hate. Nice. Yeah. I bet you like that one. I do. Dawson at X one what's up, man? Says an add-on that lets the player search for guilds because the current guild finder sucks so bad. That's so true. Um, Draven Dresden at Draven Dresden says, how about an add-on that changes all in-game voices to at Darnell Sup? Um, and he links uh, <laughs> Darnell, so you should go check that out. And in Wonderland, at and the gamer says an add-on that will allow me to filter my tailoring recipes for gear I already have in my wardrobe. She says she also says she wants to learn appearances of all the gear that she can make, but going through all the recipes sucks balls. I agree with that. Actually, it's um, I'm always trying to go through all my tailoring stuff to see what I don't have, but just like going through everything and like clicking one thing to get to another thing to look at another thing is really annoying. So I usually just end up buying stuff that I could probably already make because I just don't feel like looking. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for all those great ideas. Um, our guildmate Manfi is really interested in a few of these. So we'll see what he comes up with and uh, we'll keep you posted on that. I hope that something comes to fruition. It'd be really Absolutely. cool if one of the ballers came up with a great idea. Yeah. Do you have any ideas for add-ons? No. No, me neither. <laughs> it's not easy to think of. Well, the so. things the things that I wanted um, are already in the game now. So yeah, yeah, they or, are. Or among our stable of things that we go to, like deadly boss mods. Yeah, as long as I've got DBM and GTFO, it's all good. <laughs> and and some of our our very smart guildmates pointed out when we were reviewing this list um, pre- preemptively with them that um, Weekor has actually does some of these things that we that we mentioned in this list. So Weekor is one of those things that's super versatile but a little um, complicated to work with. So if you submitted an idea or if you just have one that you were thinking of, definitely Google it and see if maybe there's, it's, if it's something you really want, there may be a way to, to make something like WeCore's work for it now so you don't have to wait yeah. or dream. You can have. You can have it. Um, so our new question has um, a visual option. Uh, we want you to describe the state of your computer desk. Or like oh, your, your, man. your battle station, yeah, if you will, battle station. where you sit to play Blizzard games. And um, you may send us a, a picture of it and we will put it on our website in a gallery of battle stations. But we want to know, like, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. <laughs> like, I want to see the nitty gritty. <laughs> Get down you know to what? the nitty gritty. I, I want to see the the dirty dishes, the the cans of empty soda. I want to see the random <laughs> objects on your desk. The Doritos and Mountain Dew. The Doritos and the Mountain Dew. <laughs> the crumbs and hair all over your keyboard. I want to see it all. Yeah, let's see it. Or your pristine battle station that's super high end and or awesome. With Show your, it with your awesome let's rig and your just gorgeous everything yeah your nice mouse and your nice monitor things like show us that. the super high-tech advanced toaster that you play on yeah show us let us into your lives show us show us now or soon <laughs> at least over the next week yeah and that's it i know what we've run a little long this time but uh we know that you like it long so whatever <laughs> um yeah Thanks for thanks for sticking with us. It was a it was a highlight, a red letter week um, for some cool stuff that will last the year throughout. So since we're running over time, thank you guys for everything. Love you. Bye, Felicia. Hey, ballers! Send us your thoughts, comments, dick pics, whatever. We appreciate all content and feedback. Now stay tuned for some other stuff that's awesome.
Welcome again to the Blizzard Esports Report, where this week we're going to go over a little bit of StarCraft II, the esport that really started it all. But first, the most important thing that happened all week in esports. Yes, my tweet got thrown up on the main screen for HGC. How exciting is that? This year in StarCraft II, there is $2 million up for grabs leading up to the World Championship Series Global Final AppleisCon 2017. There are two different divisions that players are able to compete in. The first and most competitive is Korea. There are going to be three separate seasons of the Global StarCraft II League where the winner of each league gets a seat directly into the Global Finals. Now everybody else in the GSL will be able to get Korean points. Now what Korean points will do is it will rank all the remaining players and the top five players with the most points will also make it to the Global Finals. There will be two Super Tournaments as well as IM Gyeonggi that will award additional points in order to qualify. The second division is the WCS Circuit. For the WCS Circuit, there's residency requirements you must meet in order to compete in all the WCS Circuit events, which pretty much takes off a lot of the Korean players in order to diversify the players that make it to the Global Finals. Now, there are going to be four events hosted by DreamHack that will seed directly into the Global Finals. They will take place in Austin, Jeongkong-ping, Valencia, and Montreal. Four challenger tournaments will give out points for the WCS circuit, and the top four WCS point total winners will then qualify for BlizzCon. Now, the final way to get there is at IEM Kawatice, where one player, the winner of it all, will automatically compete for the world championship. You can follow our full coverage at Esports Realm TV on Twitter. Join us weekly on the Victor Sanctum Podcast, where we are your source for all things PvP in the Blizzard universe, whether it be live on Twitch or on iTunes and Stitcher. Each week we discuss news and PvP in the world of Warcraft, Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm, Overwatch, and StarCraft. Visit our website at victorsanctum.com to find out more information about our blog and podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for listening, ballers. Here's where you can find and follow the show. Our website is laggingballs.com. Email us at laggingballs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at laggingballs. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash laggingballs. Reblog our Tumblr at laggingballs.tumblr.com. For Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, and Google+, search laggingballs. Basically, just search laggingballs and you'll find us. But avoid image searches if you know what I mean. (laughs) Until next week, ballers, we love you inappropriately. My girl wants to party all the time, party all the time, party all the time. What?